Hello. <laughs> Hi, Andre. <laughs> Hi. Shannon and I were talking about some interesting stuff before we started recording, weren't we? <laughs> I'm scarred for life. <laughs> Uh, just kidding i'm fine <laughs> okay so hi shannon how are you i am doing good i am doing okay i always think i'm gonna say something interesting but now it's just like it's ruined it's ruined for me i have nothing interesting to say ever again uh, oh no i do okay, i do see i do Okay, so you know how, like, for some reason, the audio gets worse depending on what kind of headphones I use? Yes, yes. <laughs> so my freaking handy-dandy $3 Walmart headphones that I've been using that seem to, like, work the best for uh-huh. this, I accidentally put through the washing machine oh my God. with my bag. Yeah, and get this. I, I was like, um, like, after I'd found out they were already in the dryer and they were done for, like, they were dried... I plugged them in to see if they worked, and they work. Like, they're in my ears right wow, now. Wow, lit. They made it. <laughs> they made it through. And that teaches us a lot about life and humanity and I'm what we're capable of. so happy. <laughs> yeah, so how are you? <laughs> um, I'm good. I can't tell you the amount of products that I've bought from, like, Walmart or, like, a Dollar Tree that I thought were going to be, like, cheap shit. But they, you know, like... I still have them or they work really well for the time that I had them. So like, don't be surprised. Okay. Yeah. No, honestly, I, yeah. yeah. Those poor kids in those like Taiwanese workshops, they do good work. Um, Oh, that's the real (laughs) scary talk of the day. I know. (laughs) Depressed talk. Um, Hi, welcome to depressed talk episode 16. Um, (laughs) Shannon and I have some spooky shit for you today. Um, hey, it's our sweet 16. It's our sweet 16. Hi. Is Hillary Duff going to sing for me? And am I going to be on MTV? And am I going to have all my guy friends dance with me? Um, oh, my God. They used to get, like, the best cars for their birthdays. I, I was okay. like, how? <laughs> okay, so okay, so listen. Let's hear me out. So when I was um, younger, I used to live in Mexico, right? I, I lived there for, like, all of my childhood. And I would watch Sweet 16 sometimes. And I'd be like, how? <laughs> like, first... <laughs> mom where's my car <laughs> like when yes. i'm 16 i'm gonna get one of those um like just the amount of like money that like the, these parents flourish on these like 16 year olds which like now that i'm not 11 and i'm like 22 like i look at 16 year olds before i was like oh they're so like mature but now like they're like 16 year olds are kids right like can we yes. agree on that um and they're getting these like like lavish gifts and things that I just like get like panic attacks. I'm like they're gonna break that. Like they're gonna crash it. Um, yeah, and they go completely insane over these extravagant parties and their dress. And it's like, girl, I know. Calm down. I know. Um, I think that okay. Hot take. I think that the girls who appear in My Sweet Sixteen become the women that appear in Bridezilla. I thought you were going to say teen mom. <laughs> well, you can be in both, you know? That's true. That's very true. Um, so that's my hot take. Come at me at Talk Scary. I'm the one who runs it anyway, so I'll fight you. Um... <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So Shannon and I have something. I actually want you to start today, Shannon, because I feel like. Um, you feel like learning something? No, I feel like I want to, like, I don't know, like, spook you. So I really want to save, like, mine for last. Like, it's, like, it's intense. Okay, um, 
I don't know what you have, but like I'm assuming it's not as spooky as this because I'm the spook queen. So I'll wow. have you go ahead and. <laughs> go you ahead. just came for me, and you should not have come for me because guess what? I tried out one of the games. Well, okay, I didn't try out Wait, any of the curious? games I'm going to be talking about, but okay. I tried out a different game. It's called Concentrate, and um, it's basically like you do a children's rhyme about people dying, and you, it's it's all very Wait. psychosomatic. Wait. Pause, 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 pause. Okay. okay, everyone. Today we're talking about scary, spooky games that you can do at home, like Urban Legends. Um, you can do them at home. However, we do not recommend you do any of these at home. At least I don't. If Shannon tells you otherwise, that's her predicament. That's her prerogative. But Andre says do not do any of these. So that's the topic for today. Shannon, you try one of these games? Yes, I did. And if you want to complain at me, uh, you can come to our Twitter at TalkScary. And I won't respond because Andre runs it. <laughs> I'll just pretend to be you. <laughs> okay, I tried a spooky game, and it's very psychosomatic. It's very much, like, uh, kind of silly. Like, I wasn't able to convince my friend, Marissa, to do this because she's very, like, what's the word? What's the word where you're, like, scared of things? Um, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Scared of things? Terrified? No, no, no. Um, you're scared of like ghosts and stuff. What is that? Andre. Andre. She's very Andre. Yeah, I think that's the best we're going to get here. I'll come up with it later. It's very simple. It's a very simple word. <laughs> she was very Andre about it. And she's like, oh, I don't want to do this because I don't want demons in my life. Sorry if any I mean, of you sound like yeah, that, by the way. I agree with her. Andre. Anyway, so it's called Concentrate. And it's a children's rhyme. So you say concentrate, concentrate, um children are dying people are crying something like that and you thump the person's back so two people are involved in this so you wait thump- isn't that like a michael jackson song like i know anyway keep going <laughs> so one person thumps on the person's back while they do this children's rhyme kind of in rhythm and you kind of do this like six times i think and each time you do a different like bodily like maneuver on them so you um crack an egg on their head and so you like fake crack an egg, not a real one. She didn't. Oh, okay, do that. Okay, okay, okay. And then you like run your hands down their shoulders and say the egg yolk runs down. And then you do like, oh, I'm gonna hang you now. So you wrap a rope around their neck, but metaphorically. And what? and then at the very end, you say you're standing at the edge of the building. And like the person, like I did this, my eyes were closed the whole time. And it's very like atmospheric, and you get really like into it. And she's like, you're standing at the edge of the building, and then someone pushes you off, and then she shoved me forward. Mm-hmm. And that's when it's over. And basically what happens is in like your closed eyes, like in your vision, you'll see a color and that color dictates how you're going to die. <laughs> Shannon, what the fuck? <laughs> oh my God. It was just such like a Buzzfeed thing. You know what I mean? Like there's no way. Oh, did so, you see a color? How are you going to die? <laughs> I did. Also, we did this outside where the light was very spotty. So I don't know if light affects that. But anyway, so like the most of the time when it was happening, it was mostly bluish kind of green. And then when she pushed me, it was just totally green. And okay. green apparently means you're going to drown. And... I have a phobia of drowning, and I didn't learn to swim until I was 19, so there's that. So if you, for all you spooksters, maybe it's real. I don't think it is, because there's just... I don't think it is either, but, like, I literally won't walk under, like, like stairs. Superstitious. I'm person, so, like, yeah, not Superstitious what. is the word. Yeah. And then, I'm, and then Marissa was, okay, like, I'll do it. And I'm like, hell yes. Anyway, so she did it, and she got blue, which is, um, you fall from a great height. 
These are all like so dramatic deaths. Like you're you're gonna either choke on a piece of like chicken or like a car crash is very likely or like die from old age. Like, yeah, whichever. I was kind of weirded out that car crash wasn't an option, but old age was white. Oh wait, no, mm. it was old age and you go to heaven is white, old age and you go to hell was black. Ooh, so. so it tells you like the continuation to your story too. I love that. Yeah. Uh, I love how BuzzFeed Inc. knows that. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't on BuzzFeed, I swear. It's just so uh, BuzzFeed esque. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I agree. Okay, so yeah, we're talking about scary games today, which was Andre's suggestion, which I really enjoyed looking into. I thought it was going to be hard at first, but I mean, there are some people games are, out there. People are fucking crazy, and they make games, and they get into it. Yeah, and I I remember playing Bloody Mary as a kid and just loving it because it's so scary and it's so fun. Yeah, I don't think I ever did that because I like I'm an actual like pussy, so I <laughs> like. <laughs> Yeah, I used to play it by myself because, like, sometimes you just need like that fear to help you sleep through the night. You know, I literally do not know what you're talking about at all. But we're, <laughs> let's keep going. <laughs> sometimes I watch horror movies to fall asleep. Okay. <laughs> all right. So, are you ready for this? I chose yes. two. I think you chose two too. Um, I I just chose one because I found it more extensive than I thought it was going to be. So go ahead. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So. I'm going to start off with a Japanese game, which is, I was actually going to do two that originated in Japan because, you know, half Japanese thought it'd be fun. But then I was like, uh, maybe not. So mm-hmm. this one, and I'm so sorry if I mispronounced this, um, it is called Suji Ura, I believe. I okay. believe. Okay, so just to start off, this is going to be a type of game that you play very late at night, you play it outside, and you play it at a crossroads. So, uh, okay. <laughs> you're already not going to do it, right? Um, no, but quick tangent, Crossroads. We stand that movie, don't we? Oh, with Britney Spears? Heck yeah. Just, just to clarify. Okay, just so everyone knows. Everyone, I'm sure, is wondering. So, keep going. Okay, okay. Yeah, so this is not about Britney Spears, however. <laughs> Unfortunately. So... <laughs> In some cultures, it is believed that the souls of the dead or even the devil walk along crossroads late at night. Um, love potions, spells, stuff like that are like seen as more efe- efficient, effective at crossroads. Um, Greeks used to do sacrifices at a crossroads. British people, this is a fun fact I didn't know, would stake the bodies of suicide victims as a final shame because they were apparently really shitty. Yeah, just leaving. You were sad and miserable, so you fucking offed yourself. <laughs> Let us shame you publicly by hanging your body in the middle of the fucking street, you piece and, of shit. And everyone thinks British people are so calm. I'm like, excuse me. I mean, excuse they are. Me? They're just savage. Like, yeah. I, they, they, I bet you while they were doing that, they were like, mm, just place it right there, love. Like, oh. very calm. <laughs> Pass the tea. All right, and then I guess there's some other lore about fairies and werewolves being at crossroads. Basically, crossroads are not to be played with gently. They are very serious in this lore. So, in Suji Ora, people have actually been said to commit suicide after playing this game because they did not like the results. Which, Japanese, yeah, maybe. Yeah, Japan's fucking crazy, dude. Yeah, I mean, I've thought about throwing myself on... Never mind, it's fine. It's fine. Okay. So call nine one one. No. <laughs> Alright, so how do you play this game? Well, you're gonna need some supplies, as per usual. 
I mean, I hope you, yeah. This is a game of supplies, guys. You're gonna have to go to the dollar store. I'm taking notes, go ahead. Please take notes. So you need one comb. We're talking a fine tooth comb. I mean, if it's a little thicker, it doesn't matter, you know? It could be a Hello Kitty uh comb. I feel like it's gonna be like, you need um, a comb, Elmer's glue, paper mache, (laughs) a cow heart. Oh god. Okay, you need to remind me though at the end of the episode to talk about cows. It's important. Okay. 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 So, um you need something to cover your face. So there's not really like any big distinction on this. It could literally just be like a t-shirt or it could be a scarf, it could be a hat, um a napkin, literally anything. Okay. Don't use a cat because I don't think the cat will stay still for that long. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then obviously you need a crossroads. So when do you play? You play exactly at midnight. Do not mess this up. If you are going to go in, you're going to go in right. Okay? Okay. Okay. So how many people? Well, luckily you can play with any amount of people. However, only one person can be in the center of the crossroads performing the ritual at a time. The other people have to stand idly by and there are instructions for the other people as well. Okay. If you choose to participate. So Suji Ora actually means the fortune game in Japanese Mm -hmm. just so you know so if you are the person who's going to be doing this what you're going to do is you're going to sit in the center in the center where the crossroads meet and um yeah it has to be midnight you're going to take the comb into your hand and you're going to strum the teeth the teeth of the comb with your fingers three times so one, two, three, and you're going to chant Suji Ora, Suji Ora, grant me a true response. And you're going to say that three times along with stroking Ugh. the comb. I already hate this. <laughs> so it's called the fortune game because what's supposed to happen is a stranger will give you basically your future, you know, or like not necessarily the end of your life, but they will tell you anything that's going to happen in your future, what kind of fortune you'll have. And so that's kind of why people have been like, if you don't like the answer, you'd probably kill yourself. But hopefully you just won't. I don't know. Mm, lit. <laughs> so this is where it gets a little bit sketchy. So you start at midnight, right? But after you do the chanting, um, you have to wait. You have to wait as long as it takes for someone to appear. And that means literally as long as it takes. So <laughs> this is where it becomes kind of cloudy. Because you could play this in like a crowded city at a crossroads. You know, if there's any point where four roads meet. And it could happen almost instantly. Someone will approach and be like, hey, what's up? You know, like, okay. or if you're in the middle of nowhere... I mean, you're kind of just begging for the devil to show up because it's the middle of nowhere. <laughs> right. Or, you know, for no one to show up. So here's the possible outcomes of this. So you're sitting here waiting. If no one approaches, do not proceed and try another night. I'm guessing that you can just decide when you're done waiting, but okay. if no one comes, just leave. If someone you know approaches, the ritual has failed. Do not proceed. If a stranger approaches, proceed. So, as soon as you see the stranger approach, this is when you cover your face. So whatever you chose, maybe a scarf, you're going to put it directly over your face. It doesn't matter if you can still see the outline of the person through it, like if it's a scarf. The point is that you can't make eye contact. So, do not uncover your face until it's safe to do so. Very important. Now, you're going to request very politely that the stranger tell you your fortune. Do not demand. Hmm. 
Now there's three outcomes for this as well. I mean, technically there could be a million, but we're going to talk about three. So one, if the stranger does not answer, let them go. You can remove your face covering and wait for another stranger to approach. If the stranger refuses to tell you, you like your fortune, you can let them go and then wait for another stranger. If the stranger agrees, you may proceed. Do not uncover your face. Now listen closely to your fortune as they tell you. When the stranger has finished speaking, thank them for their time and let them go. When they are gone, you may uncover your face. So for the bystanders who are watching this, just, you know, shits and giggles, whatever, you should cover and uncover your face as the player does, and you should not interfere. Um, do not remove the covering for any reason and remain as quiet as possible. So just in general, <laughs> this game's kind of dangerous and I wouldn't suggest you do it in a public place because you could get mugged or kidnapped or potentially killed. Okay, wait a second. So what's the point of this? Like you get your fortune told? Yes, yes. However, um, <laughs> uh, what I was saying earlier is that it could actually be the devil and what they tell you could be true. And I mean, that's one of the risks. So... Wait, yeah. but like, if, if it's not the devil, like, wouldn't you want it to be the devil? Because, like, the, why would you want some phony fortune that some stranger just gave you? Well, the theory is that the ritual makes it a real fortune, no matter what. So, I don't know. Right. But also, the other thing is the face covering has more to do with it, too. And because if you take it off, bad things can happen. And so, one of the theories is that taking it off will open your soul up to dark spirits or something or if there is a dark spirit inside the stranger that was summoned by your ritual then they can take your body stuff like that so it's not really clear what the direct consequences are it's just that if you don't do it properly you'll find out well i just yeah i just thought it was like really low reward and very high risk but if you're saying that whatever fortune is told to them even if it's not the devil becomes real then i guess that's a good reward yeah i mean especially if the fortune is a good fortune like what if it is something good you know good what for if you. it's not i would not want to play that game <laughs> <laughs> so um <laughs> yeah i think one of the biggest questions i had is why can't you remove your face covering but i think that i do have an answer for that and i think it just does open you up to things also yeah. it, it might ruin it too i don't know but people have a lot of crazy theories about this you know going back to the devil and demons because people have been like there's like lore or whatever that you can make a deal with a demon at a crossroads stuff like that so yeah, it's really like, just i'm not if i'm if i'm not mistaken i remember like this this legend of this like blues um artist from the early 20th century um that like uh he was like very bad at playing or maybe it was the violin um I feel like I'm mixing two stories. But basically, a musician that made a deal with the devil at a crossroads and then he became famous. Yeah. And then he died. Um, he must have been yeah, must have been a jazz musician, like a black jazz musician in the early 20th century. And he was a real person. And mm -hmm. he died young. Um, yeah, no, it's a real theory, too. So I think just the mystical property alone of, like, the crossroads and, like, that idea of demons being there kind of makes it risky if you're not willing to open yourself up to the possibilities here. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, yeah. Would you play it? Do you want to know your Absolutely fortune? Absolutely not. <laughs> I literally don't even want to know my fortune, period. So I definitely wouldn't go out of my way to find out. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't even play, like, like Saltar machines or, like, Disneyland. Because I'm like, nope, I don't want to know. What if oh, it's, like, 
comes alive. I played one of those in Old Town Sacramento, and it like didn't even move. Like it just took my money. <laughs> That's your fortune. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> All right, so I have another game, and okay. this one I was kind of like, hmm, about because, and I was kind of gonna like hold this over your head a little bit, but I don't think I will. I think I'll just cut to the chase. The reason that I was skeptical about this one, and I think it's really crazy that I'm bringing it up, is that people think that this is a game that Eliza Lamb was playing when she died. Or, like, before mm. she died. So. Ooh, okay, now I really want to hear it. <laughs> this is the elevator game. Oh, I've heard about this! I've yes. heard about this! Okay, go ahead, go ahead. So, sometimes it's called Elevator to Another World, but nonetheless, here she is. So, supposedly this game will lead you to another world if you do it properly. However, it is not without its risks. And is this world even something worth going to? Like, why don't you stay That's in this exactly world? exactly what I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> we have Netflix here. It's fine. <laughs> so, basically, I, I guess I'll just tell you that way, because this is a kind of a long process. Basically, the world is supposedly identical to this one except for a few differences and one of the main differences is that it's completely dark for some reason and it, so it's where the fuck do you want to go yeah why do you want to go there and um it's kind of covered in this like ambient red light and all that people can see in the distance is a red cross That's so literally the worst like i was thinking narnia but this is more like silent hill yeah, exactly. So, why would you want to go here? I guess, why not? Let's play. <laughs> yeah, some people are just like that. So, before y'all get too excited, only one person can play this at a time. Please do not attempt it with more than one person for many reasons. The main being space. It's an elevator, so don't do this. Mm -hmm. Don't be that person. So, you need one player and a building that has ten stories and an elevator. Preferably a functioning one. So this is this is going to be <laughs> quite a journey. <laughs> so you're at the first floor, correct? Uh -huh. You need to press the button and wait. If there's anyone in the elevator when it opens, do not proceed. You have to wait until the next one. Um, if anyone tries to get in with you on the first floor, you have to wait. You need the elevator to be completely empty. It's just yours. It's just your journey. So once inside and alone, press the button for the fourth floor. Remain in the elevator at all times. And then once you reach the fourth floor, press the button for the second floor. Next, the sixth, then the second, then the tenth, and then the fifth. Girl, I'd be dizzy at that point. <laughs> right? So I'd here's where things get interesting. Into another world. <laughs> so when you reach the fifth floor, a young woman may enter the elevator. Do not look or speak to her no matter what. So this is very, very, very important. Do not look or speak to her, no matter what. Okay. okay. Once again, for the people woman? in the back. Like, how do you know it's a young woman? Because you can see, like, her feet, but you can't see her eyes? Well, probably. No. <laughs> well, because, and I'm saying, do not look at her. I'm saying this because so many people have, <laughs> and they all have different differing um, images of her. But basically, please don't be those people who go on Reddit and say, I did this, please don't do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Um, so at this point, <laughs> I would like to read 
um, uh, one person's account. This is anonymous. It was anonymously posted on Thought Catalog. Um, the title was something like, I tried the elevator game. And this is a direct um, quote. So a woman did get on at the fifth floor. The problem is that I never had an opportunity to not look at her because I was looking at the lights above the door. So, yeah, I'm going to come back to that person in just a second. So once you're in the fifth floor, so this person too would have to do this, you have to hit the button for the first floor. So you're going back to the first floor at this point. The person did this. So the rule is that if the elevator instead begins to ascend to the 10th floor, you may proceed. That's when you know that the game is working and that's when you know that you're going to another world. Yay! So if it goes to the first floor instead of the 10th, you need to just get out and leave. Do not go back. Do not look back. And it's over. You didn't succeed. So this is what the person said from this little anonymous posting. She, or They said that the girl was young and pretty. She exclaimed that there was an accident on the fifth floor and asked if I would go back with her to help. Um, first of all, what the fuck? Why would you get in an yeah. elevator if there's an accident? That's creepy. Yeah. <laughs> like why and so this person was trying really hard not to look at her because like they already had but they were hoping like okay I can just ignore her so they ignored her they were looking in the corner of the elevator and then the girl started to cuss them out the person moved into the corner getting really far away didn't respond didn't even look at her and the girl began to weep and the person described it as disgusting and pathetic just gross crying and then this person, the one in the elevator, started to yell, shut up, and slammed the girl's head into the elevator doors over and over again. They said that rage began to fill them for no apparent reason, and then the girl began to laugh. I don't believe this at all. I don't either, but it's scary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the door opened on floor one, so apparently this person did fail. They didn't get to the other world, supposedly. Um... Yeah, and so... Let me tell you what else failed, their writing career. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. But they did post it anonymously, so there's that. Right. So the girl actually ended up getting out of the elevator at this point, and the person was so, like, scarred or whatever that they just stayed in there, and the elevator began to ascend to floor 10, and everything was normal, when they got out, they just went home. But apparently for the next 10 days, they had dreams about being on the top floor. And they were in that world where it was very crimson. So, yeah. That's one account of what happened, whether true or not. Probably not, though. Still scary. And it does give you kind of an idea of what could happen if this girl who gets on is evil. Then again, right. in reality, if someone does join you, they're probably just a nice, like lady and you should probably just leave them alone <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i mean even if it's not real still don't look at people in the elevator or don't talk to them it's weird if you successfully ignore the woman you will know that you have arrived in the other world so you get off at the 10th floor and you're there so some people say that your electronic devices will not work in the other world and you may forget which elevator you arrived in the elevator may seem to get further and further away from you if you feel dizzy and faint, you may wake up at home, but it may not be the same world that you know. If you do manage to find your way to the same elevator that you arrived in, you have to return in the opposing order of the floors. 
So when you first entered, you did four, two, six, two, ten, five, one. You would have to enter one, mm -hmm. five, ten, two, six, two, four. <laughs> so it's a pain in the ass that you have to remember that. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, like, good luck with that. Like, if you're already playing this game, I hope you're committed and you probably wrote it down for when you have to get back to our universe or whatever, but <laughs> good luck. <laughs> huh. Okay. So, just to kind of finish off, several other stories on Reddit of people who've said that they tried this have had differing experiences with what the woman looked like, because that seems to be the most common thing. Um, some people said that she has rotting skin. Some people said that she knows your name. Some have said she's Asian. Some have said she has a veiled face. And some have remarked that it's a little girl in a stained dress. So either way, if you wanna if you wanna play with demons and you wanna play this elevator game. Yeah, I mean again though, like is it demons? It just sounds to me like some interdimensional evil shit. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, because I guess in theory, what what people think happens is that if you look at the girl, then she can take over your body and enter from this other world. Uh, but also, it's like, if you're dumb enough to play this yeah, game... Yeah, honestly, like, let her take your body. Natural selection. She, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. And, like, she probably just wants to, like, go to Chick-fil-A and like, hang out. You know what like, this crimson-ass Red Cross fucking universe is going to have? Chick-fil-A. So can I take over your body? <laughs> exactly. And you just got to say yes, you know, because life is short. Yeah, like, you may as well. Poor girls, like, a bitch hasn't had her chicken in a long time, and you're here playing this game. You deserve to die anyway. So bye. Um, bye exactly so yeah those are my two spooky games interesting um the first one i thought was the spookiest it's it really like i don't know it really got me like just like standing there in the middle of a crossroads with your friends all doing i don't know it's just like it's so creepy and then like some stranger approaches you i hate that um interesting especially if they approach and they're like give me your money <laughs> yeah every time i get in an elevator by the way i was like i'm reminded of the elevator game and i'm like i should play it and then i'm like i'm too lazy no um but yeah, terrifying. Okay, so okay. Um, well, depending on how this goes, I might or might not go into the second game that I was going to go into. But let's start with the first one. Um, first, I want to talk to you about the Midnight Game. Now, have you heard anything about this? I looked into it and then I completely forgot everything I read. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so. The Midnight Game, also known as the Midnight Man Game, is because only men can play. No, I'm kidding. Because <laughs> it's a sexist, scary game. Um, so the, the Midnight Game is an old... Okay, so according to the article that I read, like, again, it's a scary game. But, like, it gives you backstory. Apparently, what it really is supposed to be is this old pagan ritual that was used mainly as punishment for those who had broken, like, pagan laws. Hmm. So interesting. I didn't know that. Um... Apparently, like, um, there's a very high chance of death if you play this, um, and an even higher chance of permanent mental scarring. <laughs> That's a quote from the article. So, yeah, I love that. Um, it is highly recommended that you do not play the Midnight Game. Okay, so this is my this is this is my favorite part of the article. It says like it is highly recommended that you do not play the Midnight Game. However, for those of you thrill seekers, here are the rules. <laughs> oh my God! Yes. <laughs> I should try to play uh, it tonight. You don't have to wait I till midnight, do you? I know. I was like, that's so Shannon. Like, that's something you should do. <laughs> um, okay. So, 
prerequisites. So it must be exactly midnight when you begin performing the ritual. Otherwise, it's not going to work. Uh, the materials required are one, Elmer's glue. No, I'm kidding. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> a candle, um, a wooden door, at least one drop of your own blood. So already, this took a twist. Um, a That's piece pretty of easy to get. <laughs> yeah. Uh, matches or a lighter and salt. Uh, if you are playing with multiple people, they all need to have their own materials uh, and they all need to perform the steps um, separately. So, what are the steps? Number one, you write your full name, first, middle, and last, on a piece of paper and you put at least one drop of your blood onto that paper. You let it soak into the paper. Ooh, it's like a contract. Yeah, it's literally like that made me think like that's like a diabolical like pact. Like, never ever do that with human or non human entities ever. <laughs> Because one, you do it with humans, you get like some venereal disease. Two, you do it with non-humans, <laughs> you get the devil. Um, step two, you turn off all the lights in the house. You go to your front door, which must be wooden. And you place the paper with your name on it in the front of the door. So, like, you're, are you picturing this? So On the front, as in the front, the door, like, where you're standing inside the house or, like, outside? Um... You put it on the inside of the door. Okay. Like, in the middle of the door. Oh, interesting. Like, where the door frame is? I'm confused. Um, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I want to get this right. Tell me how your front door is. And you want to place the paper with your name on in front of it. It, it just says in front of it. Uh, place the candle on top of the paper with your name. Knock on your own door 22 times. Oh, no, okay. So, you're outside. Okay. Oh, okay. Let me just... Uh, Okay, I guess I didn't catch that. Let me just write this down so I don't forget. Okay. So, um, step two. You turn off all the lights in your house. You go to your front door. So, you go outside of your house. It has to be a wooden door. And you place the paper that has your name on it um, on the door, on the outside of the door. And then you take a candle and you light it. And you place the candle on top of the paper with your name. So, like, you're, you're holding the candle on top of that paper that is now taped to your door. To the oh front my of God. your door. Uh, and then you knock on your own door with your other hand 22 times and the hour must be uh, midnight upon the final knock. Then oh. you open the door. Uh, then you blow out the candle and then you close the door. And you have just allowed the midnight man into your house. Does he uh, care if, if like your clock is like a couple minutes off? Well, that's what I was thinking. Like with these, like it has to be midnight or it has to be 3, 33 a.m. Like all I'm thinking is, bitch, my stove, my phone and my car all have different times so whose time is it <laughs> yeah and when did we start measuring time who invented the clock exactly like this just seems very like i don't know like like flawed but anyway um i guess whatever you pick like it all has to be consistent all your friends need to use the same clock so 12 midnight that's one um you just allowed the main man into your house now here's the thing i was talking about like high risk low reward there is absolutely no reason to play this game besides torture yourself psychologically <laughs> there is absolutely no reward to it like the game is invite them and they into your house survive and like that's the end of the game <laughs> like why do people play this um like another world in the elevator game i guess that's kind of interesting like getting your fortune told to you if you're a weirdo who likes that sure that's cool but like there's no reward here so whatever um, what if i want to date him what if i what if i want to be with the midnight man i don't think the midnight man is hot like he's literally like a pitch black shape so are you saying that people who love shadow people aren't in a real relationship <laughs> 
now listen um okay so step um four is so okay so remember step three is like you knock on your door then you open the door you blow out the candle and you close the door step four is you immediately relight your candle now that the midnight man has entered your home and basically you so now the game has actually started now you have to like walk around your house your entirely dark house mind you with your lit candle in your hand i hope it doesn't burn you um the goal is to avoid the midnight man at all costs until 3 33 a.m exactly so for three hours and 33 minutes you're walking around your pitch black house that's it like that sounds boring i hate it um <laughs> you know, if the candle goes out then that means that the midnight man is nearby it doesn't mean that wind is a thing that exists it means that the midnight man is nearby and you need to light up your candle within the next 10 seconds or he's gonna get you um uh if you're unsuccessful in lighting it within 10 seconds like immediately um draw a salt circle around yourself and like that'll keep you protected if you're successful in that as well the midnight man will then induce a hallucination of your greatest fear which will last until 3 33 a.m so again very high risk very low reward <laughs> if he kills you how are you gonna die i mean i guess he doesn't kill you that's the thing i, I guess he just terrorizes you and he like terrorizes you afterwards too if you fail the game like weeks <laughs> afterwards so it's just one of those um interesting i don't know yeah, like think like those the Japanese ghosts that like attach to you, uh, like attach to your back and like weigh you down. That's like a thing in Japanese folklore. I don't know, but it, mm-hmm. it doesn't like kill you though. Um, so interesting. Anyway, um, I think we should so, play this. N- no, <laughs> okay. I think but, we should. <laughs> but I will. Um, I must have been a junior in high school and i had friends over and i was like let's play this because i had i didn't have like brain development back then so like it hadn't like wasn't complete and i was like let's play this it's fun i love creepy pasta and um mind you this isn't a creepy pasta i just knew that i love scary stuff and this was scary and i was like let's do it and some of my friends were like sure and some of them were like no and then we didn't end up doing it and i'm so glad that we did because like if this is real yeah. i really wish you would have we have to do this i will come there right now and we can do this if only would, so that i can blow out your candle and make you freak out <laughs> i would first like like put tabasco sauce in my eyes before playing this like i don't mess i just want to have fun um <laughs> so uh, if you're successful in creating the circle, you have to stay in the circle until 3.33 a.m. Uh, at 3.33 a.m., the midnight man leaves your house, and then you're safe to proceed with your morning. Um, there... Okay, so now, there's an interesting, like, addendum in this article. Like, it, it, it gives you, like, indications of the midnight man being nearby. He says that if there's a sudden drop in temperature, or if you see a pure black humanoid figure through the darkness, uh, or you hear, like, very soft whispering coming from nowhere, then he's close by um now another interesting thing if you stay in one spot throughout the entire game that's gonna result in the midnight man finding you so you have to keep moving you have to keep walking um a couple of um warnings do not turn any lights during the midnight game do not use a flashlight during the game do not go to sleep during the game that's kind of a natural for me like yeah i'm definitely not gonna sleep during the game because like it's kind of like <laughs> take over my body because i'm like my bear like my walls are down um do not use another person's blood on your name 
yeah, that also for me would be like a big no-no. Like, who knows what could happen there? Do not use a lighter to substitute for a candle. It will not work. And definitely do not try to provoke the Midnight Man in any way. That is all half fun. So, <laughs> the article ends. I love that. Um, okay, thoughts so far? Um, so, like, the Midnight Man is probably on the opposite spectrum, the Tyrannosaurus Rex, because the Tyrannosaurus Rex can't see you if you don't move. True. Yeah, if you don't move, the Midnight Man sees you. I guess if you move, he doesn't see you. Yeah. Yeah. What if you're on a treadmill? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you're stationary but you're moving yeah, that yeah. Would try. um okay so what do i think about this game i think that it could be real but i think that i'm not gonna find out and i think that it's it's spooky it's scary i don't know it, like it gives me chills like to think about especially because i didn't end up reading like this account from a reddit user which i mean reddit you know but like um but he says that it's like real it it, it didn't sound so like extravagant that i thought it was fake so and, and it spooked me even more so like long story short to summarize this this person played the game with a friend and i'm just gonna like tell you off the top of my head um so he played the game with a friend he was like a teenager um and like they did it but at one point he mocks the midnight man they start singing like a song that like that has the word like midnight in it because like they're reminded of the song or something and yeah. it's like oh i like totally regret doing that because from that point on the night wasn't the same like immediately my bed like my bedroom got like super cold and i live in florida and it's always hot and um like later on in the night like they're still walking with the candles and he sees like this black shadow sitting on his bed which like whenever i thought mm. oh, um and then he says that like they end up going to like his garage or something and they see it like sitting on the futon and i'm just like nope nope no 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 nope um at one point like like a piece of like ceiling because i guess his garage was in really bad shape a piece of ceiling from his garage like falls on his head and he thought it was like the midnight man materializing into physical form and attacking him this is almost <laughs> like the end of the night now that was so scary um like at one point his friend's like candle goes out and he can't light it so the friend uh, oh, oh okay so, so the friend's candle goes out as the other friend is still on the floor because a piece of ceiling just fell on his head. Oh, no. And, like, obviously... Uh, okay, and, but, but, like, the friend who's on the floor, his candle's still on. That guy's candle's still on. Um, but the friend, like, freaks out anyway and wants to protect his friend. And so he draws a, a circle of salt after he's unable to light his own candle. But he draws it around both of them. So he draws this, like, amorphous, like, big-ass circle of salt. Um, and... The friend who's on the floor, the the protagonist of the story, he says that at that point he blows out his candle because he's like, I don't need this anymore. I'm protected by the circle of salt, but that he's not sure anymore that like the circle of salt was like a true circle, like well done. Maybe there was like a gap. And uh -huh. so he shouldn't have blown out his candle. Um, and he says that like for weeks afterwards, he had nightmares, but that he like didn't anymore. And so he thinks that it's like all over. Um, yeah intense <laughs> i don't know what what's, do you think? So, what's so scary is it's they added the concept of like speed and rushing so if your candle goes out for any reason like that's scary because in that in those 10 seconds you have to think about whether or not you really believe this is real and i think for most people they don't have a choice it's just like oh i need to relight this and so that's yeah. what's so scary about it i, I mean you're a skeptic maybe you don't believe in this but i bet you that if you were in that situation you light that candle back up 
Yeah, I mean, may as well. Like, if you don't participate in the game, like, Midnight Man's not going to appreciate that. <laughs> that's actually, like, an interesting thing. Like, that's what a lot of people's view on religion is. Like, I've heard some people say to me, like, I'm not, like, very, very religious, but I'll still play, like, pray or go to church sometimes or, like, say that I believe in God because what if he is real and, like, I fuck up by not believing in him and so I want to go to heaven. And I'm like, <laughs> I guess that's one way of looking oh at religion. Oh, my gosh. Like, the what if it's, like, but, like, to me, that's futile because, like, these people are doing it, like, oh, just in case, like, I'll believe. But to me, that doesn't sound like really believing. And yeah, it doesn't. And if I understand correctly, like, you have to actually believe it for real. Otherwise, it doesn't count. Um, I think for when it comes to, like, spooky stuff, like, ghosts and whatnot, like, if there's, like, a game, like, I feel like you need to be fully committed and you have to consent to it. So, like, I wouldn't actually, like, force anyone who didn't want to play one of these games to do it if they really didn't want to. Because I don't think that that's the way the game should be played. I, I think mean, that you need to be. That's fucking huh? mean, but. <laughs> right. Well, I just I think that if you're gonna do it, you have to do it all the way. You can't do it halfway. Like you yeah. have to be fully invested. You have to do it correctly because you're giving it the chance to prove itself to be real for one. And yeah. if it is real, well, fun, cool, proved something tonight, you know. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um. So okay, so we have time. I think I'll, I'll, I'll briefly go over the second game that I wanted to talk about. This one I think might really spook you. So it's very eerie. Um, it's attempts it from Japan, um, but it, it's been westernized, and it's called the hide and seek game uh, or the hide and seek doll game. It has different names. So what is this? Um, it's a scary Japanese game this is according to the article in which you play a dangerous game of cat and mouse with a possessed doll so already lit um, <laughs> this game is also known as Hitori Kakurembo the one man hide and seek or the one man tag it is very dangerous and we recommend that you do not play this game here are the instructions um, <laughs> <laughs> all, these fucking, all of these fucking articles I hate them um they're not doing good to the world, okay? So, okay. So, to play hide-and-seek alone, you need a stuffed doll. It must have arms and legs. A bag of uncooked rice, enough to fill the doll. A needle and crimson thread. Elmer's gluten, I'm kidding. A sharp knife. <laughs> a cup of salt. <laughs> um, and you need a small room or a closet. That's going to be your hiding place. So, step one. You cut open this doll and you remove the stuffing. You fill the doll with the uncooked rice. Um, apparently in many Asian cultures, Uncle Rice is believed to like attract spirits, which is why <laughs> your sushi rice has to be well cooked. Otherwise, you're going to let spirits go into your body. So, wow. Uh, makes total sense. Um, That's a whole uh, new layer to sushi eating. Exactly. <laughs> sushi eating, the most dangerous food in the world. Um, Remember when we ate all you can eat sushi? <laughs> I know. So good. <laughs> we love sushi. So Jenna and I, we are sushi stands. Uh, yes. One like next time you come here or next time I'm there, we're going to an all you can eat sushi place. Um, yes. Our stomachs literally hurt after. I remember like we had to sit in my car because I like couldn't move. I was like, can we just wait a second? <laughs> it was so much. It was so tasty though. I know. Anyway. Um, okay. <laughs> so step two, you clip your fingernails because you should. You dirty. No, I'm kidding. Fingernails. Uh, <laughs> dirty hippie. <laughs> And you put them inside the doll. Uh, apparently, Ew. yeah, this binds the doll to you because why wouldn't you do that? Again, very high, like all of these are to me very high risk, very low reward. Apparently, like the reward here is you get to like experience something supernatural. You get to play like like tag with a fucking Chucky doll, but like 
that doesn't like give me anything of value but whatever um step three um you have to sew the doll up with crimson thread then tie up the doll with the rest of the thread like tied up like bdsm um the thread represents blood and binds the spirit to the doll um mm. step four you fill a bathtub with water step five you get in it and you shout and no, i'm kidding step five you place <laughs> a cup of salt water inside your hiding place so like your little closet or your little room then you choose a name for your doll because apparently naming a spirit makes it more powerful which again i guess is something you want to do because why uh, <laughs> step seven at 3 a.m they didn't go with 333 on this one they just said 3 a.m you go to the bathroom you pick up the doll and you say three times uh, like the doll's name is the first ed so if your doll's name is like edna you say edna is the first ed edna is the first ed and you say it three times um step eight is you place the doll in the bathtub after you say that you take an you take a knife with you and you go around the house turning off all the lights you switch on the tv and leave it on static white noise channel for i guess atmospheric reasons because to me that sounds so phony like like as if that's gonna like i don't know like help the spirit manifest whatever but um and then you go back to your hiding place you close your eyes and you count to 10 and you shit yourself so <laughs> as you go back to the bathroom is that last part required <laughs> <laughs> yeah because like in japan like spirits are attracted to the smell of feces makes them powerful i don't know um step 10 return to the bathroom with a knife in your hand uh step 11 say i have found you edna and you stab the doll with a knife um what the fuck and you say three times now edna is it and put the doll and the knife back in the bathtub so you put the knife back with the doll uh step 13 (laughs) immediately run back to your hiding place and wait at this point, you may hear, this is according to the article, you may hear the pitter-patter of tiny feet. If the doll is closed, you will hear the white noise on the TV change. Apart from the sound of footsteps and things being moved around, some people have reported horrible smells, probably the shit you t- took in the closet, <laughs> in temperature, and the TV suddenly switching off or the volume changing dramatically. Some have reported the sensation of being touched or pulled on. If at any time you feel the doll is about to find you, end the game. Which to me, like, like, then what's the point? Like, I mean, I get that because like it has a knife and it's going to kill you. You should end the game. But like, if you're playing this at all to begin with, like, shouldn't you want to like, I don't know. It's whatever. Um, To end the game, you take a mouthful of salt water. Tasty. You keep it in your mouth. Don't swallow it. Get out of the hiding place and start looking for the doll. The doll is not necessarily in the bathroom. It could be anywhere. Whatever happens, don't spit out the salt water until you find the doll. When you find it, pour the rest of the salt water in the cup over it. Then spit the salt water in your mouth over it as well. So, like you spit on the doll uh you say three times i win and you cut off the crimson thread this is supposed to free the spirit and end the ritual like (laughs) again okay like what's the purpose of this then you're supposed to like dry the doll um and burn it because that's how like the spirit goes away so thoughts (laughs) uh what happens if it finds you it just kills you i mean it's a doll with a knife like have you seen maybe she just gives you a little stabby stab maybe fatal (laughs) um i don't know i I hate this it sounds fun though (laughs) okay okay so warnings just like the last game this one has warnings do not stop the ritual halfway through you must go with it through the end number two do not go outside of the house 
three, do not play this game for more than two hours or the spirit will become too powerful and will not leave the doll. I love that. Um, <laughs> like, what if the doll's really good at, like, what if you want to end the game, right? Because when you end the game, you're supposed to find the doll. Well, what if the uh -huh. doll's really good at hiding and you can't find it and two hours pass by and you're fucked? Again, Oof. no reason to play this game. Number four, you must be alone in the house when you play. You can't play with friends, but if there is someone else in the house who is not playing, like your mom, they will be in mortal danger if the doll finds them instead. Oh no, okay. This has more risks than rewards, for Again. sure. <laughs> when you're returning to your hiding place, do not look behind you. You must turn off all the lights and keep very quiet while hiding. Do not leave your hiding place without salt water in your mouth, or the doll will still be searching for you. Um, if you're religious, take a symbol of protection from your religion into a hiding place with you. So like a cross, if you're Christian. Um, the article ends by stating that this is a very dangerous ritual, and we advise you not to try it. <laughs> but for those thrill-seekers out there, no, um, <laughs> like long story short, they say like we will not be responsible for what happens to you if you try. <laughs> the article is like we are not liable. Um, yeah. yeah, if you make a mistake, you could wind up being stabbed to death or possessed by an evil spirit. <laughs> so, yeah, like literally no reason to do this. I mean, I guess for some people, they want to uh, conjure a spirit just because, I don't know, there's always some reason, right? Like, you want the answers to the much, end of the world or something. Like, talk about having too much time on your hand, though. Like, on your hand. Like, <laughs> that's, like, like, you want to conjure up a spirit, I want to get nine hours of sleep. Like, <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> Um, yeah i don't know i think i want to play it though just to see what happens <laughs> i just like the article like very much advice against it but if you're well, i just <laughs> it's just it's not gonna get out of the bathtub they can't swim they can't stand and walk it's I fine mean, listen i i don't know i don't know man <laughs> i think i think i just solved it i think i just solved it for us the reason people get, play this game is to prove that it's not real <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah that, that, that's what i got i um i will never play any of these but i i love them because they're so spooky and i don't know they just like really make me think um i had like when i was researching the doll one as well i did um read accounts of that one as well and um you know people who read those accounts were pretty spooked one girl said that like she almost got stabbed like there were some more fantastical accounts like oh like the doll was on top of me and i was like like holding it with both of my hands it wouldn't like stop me in the chest i'm like that's too chucky for me but there were some <laughs> other accounts that were like yeah like i heard the tv like static like go up in volume i heard like little feet um i heard like a little voice so you know i don't, I don't know i mean i i think that just like with the Midnight Man. Like, I'm not gonna do it. I, like, ugh, I'm scared. Like, some of it sounds kind of ridiculous. But I believe they're real. Like, I believe that if you... I mean, like, for example, the um, the fingernails in the doll game and the blood in the Midnight game, I think that putting something of you in, like, an object, like, must bind you to that somehow. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I think you can open up all kinds of doors. I don't know if it's demons or whatever, but, like... I think that's a real thing. You know what I'm actually worried about in terms of what we've talked about today in these games is that what they're doing is they're masquerading as a game and they're masquerading as just something that's fun. But what's actually underneath it is maybe you're actually doing something real, but it's not for what you thought it was. Like maybe the fingernails inside the doll mean that you just sold your entire soul and body to something. 
Yeah. Except yeah. you think you're just hiding and playing a game, and then the rest of it means nothing. And they, you know, maybe the person who took this like legend from Japan and like like translated it into English, and like after that it was spread on the internet. Maybe the person who translated it was like a big 4chan troll and was like, "I'm gonna like delete the Japanese part from the." like legend rules that states that this is supposed to be some weird fucking like demonic ritual and just i'm gonna say oh it's like fun for kids like it could be yeah you literally don't know where this information comes from like you don't know anything people don't do these things yeah and like the blood on the your name is probably like a contract now you're married to the midnight man whoops like that's not that's not put in the article so like again um yeah like you don't know like i don't know i don't know like these basically don't don't sign your name with blood on any contracts because yeah. you don't know if you just bought a house like, that's literally. what the metaphor is here here <laughs> um but yeah that is that is very scary to me um oh oh i i needed you to remind me about cows oh, yeah, cows, cows 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 so i was driving and i live in like a rural area i was driving home and i like looked to the right and i saw this weird looking like cryptid like creature it was huge and it was like so muscular and it had the weirdest face and i was like what is that and then i was like oh it's an albino cow (laughs) and i was like is this how cryptids are made someone just sees like an albino animal and is like it's not a cow shut up also i saw another cow i saw another cow mounting another cow and they were like having sex and i was like I've seen other animals have sex, but this is just disturbing because they're just so, like, big. And at first I thought it was a cryptid, and then I was like, no, it's two cows having sex. <laughs> so basically, like, cows are a part of my life, just so everyone knows. Interesting. <laughs> uh, maybe, like, the Mothman is just, like, some dude and, like, a big-ass eagle behind them, like, trying to, like, shag him. Um, <laughs> I don't know, and he just looks maybe. like a flying man from, like, afar. Um, interesting. Well that's all we got everyone if you have suggestions for next episode do let us know dm us at talk scary or just mention us in your tweet um tweet at us you can find um our podcast anywhere that you listen to podcasts we are on spotify apple Podcasts, um stitcher google play and um if you have ever played any of these games like do let us know how it turned out um we are interested in knowing i actually like want to know if anyone's ever actually played any of these games and they've they've like suffered like i don't know like consequences from it afterwards like because i feel like this kind of stuff doesn't really just like go away when you like pour some salt on some fucking doll or like whatever i don't know i feel like like what shannon said like you're doing something greater than you realize so i don't know shannon anything yeah, I think one time or one day we need to do like a live stream where people tell us to do um, crazy scary games, then we do it. I think that Maybe you're going to do that one with Riley. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that is... Let uh, the ghosts inside us. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm good. I pass. Um, <laughs> That's what we got. Um, everyone, thank you for listening. Um, episode 16. Um, we will be back next week. And uh, that's it. No big meals before bedtime. Uh, everyone, uh, good night. Stay spooky.